the past, the present, the future. This is Friday Night Fright. What the planet is listening to. Hello, my name's Ian Austin and welcome to Friday Night Fright Shalomania Day 3. And after the uh, poor Devil's Rejects, it's time for something slightly more highbrow, hopefully. Woodshock is a hypnotic explanation of isolation, paranoia and grief that exists in a dream world all its own. Kirsten Dunst stars as Teresa, a haunted young woman spiralling in wake of profound loss, torn between her fractured emotional state and reality-altering effects of potent cannabinoid drug. Immersive, spellbinding, and sublime, which transcends genre to become a singular, singular uh, shit, singular, singularly thrilling cinematic experience that marks the arrival of the Mulovi siblings' information voicing theme. And reviews are very boring, awful, don't bob, very boring. I wish I'd give the movie less than one skull. I won't be high. I didn't watch it because of all bad views, so I'm giving it a skull. Skip this, boring. I really won't like this, but really bad. Why the fuck is this in the ad section? Oh god, so bloody boring. Odd, baffling, boring, off-key, definitely make glad enough to mushrooms for anything that weird shit. Weird. Blah. So and all. I'm really pumped for this move already. Although I should add, I quite... I think her stunts is a good actress. And after Devil's Rejects, maybe something a bit transcendental is key. Anyway, that'll come be up after a sponsor section. And remember, sponsorship makes the podcast go round. So I just watched uh, Woodshock, and um, here's the thing. I don't entirely disagree with reviews of this movie, because I think some of them, while it's had stream, have a certain relevance to them, because this is, um, for lack of a better term, a glacial movie. Um, Not much plot, really. It's more visuals and aesthetic and... um, Tone kinda, you know, creating sense, putting you in character's perspective, and then leaving it from there. Um, very artistic. It's a horror movie of sorts. I don't think it's a definitely not a jump scare horror movie. Not obviously one, but it's portraying the um, descending madness of someone, which can work in in a horror term. Um, the description's quite accurate. The haunted young woman spirals in wake of profound loss. I'm not sure exactly what she lost, but something. I mean, Mother was in Star Movie, I guess, and not in Yen's. Maybe it's that. And basically, she goes, for lack of, for, again, for lack of it, I'm fucking crazy. Now, in normal hands, that might not necessarily be the most entertaining thing. Indeed, parts of the movie are a bit of a slog to sit through, but it's anchored by Kristen Dunst doing a really good job. She's obviously being upfront in the past about um her own issues with um her own mental health issues from again for lack of a better term. And the movie seems to I hate to say we'll benefit from that, but it's being put the main character's being portrayed by someone who knows what it's like go through similar things and is doing a good job. Indeed this movie could be Parlance's depression the movie. Um, and depression using narcotics, which isn't always the smartest thing. Because if you've got a lot of um, anxiety or depression, using things which might amplify your paranoia, maybe it's not the smartest thing to do. 
Indeed, whatever the fuck she's smoking this movie, it clearly doesn't rib her because she starts seeing some weird shit. Um, do I like this movie? That's an interesting question. I don't know. I don't dislike it. I respect what it's trying to do. I respect the intent. And sometimes that's enough. Other times, I don't feel I was high enough for this movie. I'm, to be honest, I'm not high at all. I'm not drunk. Uh, I did have a bath earlier and all the fumes and shit like that, so, and herbal tea, so I'm a bit happy, you know, bit, well, I was happy, and then watch this, now I'm fucking, um, not depressed is the wrong word, you know, but, like, I feel a bit weird, you know, I mean, I don't even know what to fucking say, really, like, I didn't hate it, I respect it, I think it's, compared to stuff like Devil's Rejects, this might miss the mark, but it's trying for something, you try and fail my book, that's a good thing, and it is anchored by a really, really, really good performance by Kristen Dunst, who I think has been unfairly maligned in terms of um, Hollywood for actually moving from decent, you know, child teen actress to solid adult actress to, holy shit, she's starring in movies like this where it's predominantly just her in moving. It's not like she's given flashy dialogue or anything like that. She's literally given... Very matter-of-fact dialogue and very unflattering shots and very unflattering characters and man just put off. It's a very brave performance. I can't say much about the rest of the acting, to be honest. I, it doesn't really resonate with me at all. It's clearly Kristen Dunst's show and the director's show. There's a lot of interesting visuals going on. Um, I think you can say, it goes back to what I said about Devil's Rejects. On one hand, a plot would be nice because this thing have any plot. On the other hand, this has a touch more um, cinematic verve to it. They're doing a good job of creating an aesthetic. And you know, these aren't characters you particularly warm to either, but you don't want, wish death upon them, you know, or you don't think that movies try and tell you you should like these people this it has a very Martin Scorsese approach to it where you're not meant necessarily think oh what a likeable character the movie's not judging characters but at the same time they inform your own judgments whereas you see something like Devil's Rejects where the movie's not only judging characters the movie's worshipping some of the worst human beings to have being movie like you know it's like you shouldn't you should never have director hero worshipping characters because that's it's an awful movie. It really does. What is Kai say about this? It's quite trippy in places. Some of the visuals are very interesting. Sorry, I'm yawning. I'm very tired. I'm very tired, guys. Just, I'm seeing Ventus mode, so I'm quite knackered. Um, I don't think I'm going to get 10 minutes with this episode. I don't, I don't mind the movie. I liked it. I thought it was a good attempt at doing something new. I'm always like... Impressed by horror movies which don't go the generic route. Like, generic route would be, oh, she starts tripping. Oh, there's, there's something coming get her. Oh, it's, it's a monster. It's a monster. And this movie doesn't do that because it's, you know, trying to be a bit better than the average one. It's very art house in that regard. Um, I wouldn't say particularly brilliant art house, but I would say that I respect it. And sometimes respect is quite a good thing for a movie, you know. Other times... It's a bit like, you know, oh, I respect you too much to kiss you or something like that, you know, in terms of, you know, a woman you like, but you respect too much, you know, even though she's into you, you respect too much and don't want to do anything. This 
in some ways it's kind of like that because I think I don't love this. I don't even know if I necessarily like it, but I respect it. And the only problem with that is that it doesn't make me think I want to watch this again. Well, the flip side being there's a lot of um stuff in this movie with my benefit from second watch. Oh no, those are usually movies that grow on you, you know? You don't necessarily love them first time, but the more you watch them, yeah, you could get into it. And go by Shudder Value, I think this is definitely the sort of movie shows happen more often. I those reviews may have been writing that this was glacial paced and a bit boring at points, but at the same time, you know, a horror platform shouldn't just have wham bam movies on there. It should have something for F1, and this is definitely something unique, which puts across Shudder as a different platform, which is good. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not getting fucking 10 minutes with this. I enjoyed that. That was um very watchable. And now to try and figure out what next movie's going to be on Shudder Mania, because, you know, I've watched a, uh attempt at reworking a sort of... um. Goofy B-movie from 40s. We've watched Devil's Rejects, which was terrible. And now this, which was a bit artistic. So I think the best way to follow that up is with, with Rabies Tomorrow. So in theory, on tomorrow's edition of the Shadow Mania 2019, I'll be watching Rabies, which is a... Is it Dave Cronenberg? No, it's a horror and Kashaus, and it's a Hebrew movie. Oh, okay. Intriguing. Cool. Wait, tomorrow will be rabies, I guess. And anyway, regards to this movie, I don't I wouldn't unrecommend it. I'd recommend it as an experience to watch once. If you were to get high watching it, I would never condone that. Maybe you'd see something I didn't, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you'd be paranoid for years afterwards. That's why I would say you should do it. But if you did want to do it and wanted to send in your feedback on it, fair enough. Fry Friday Night Fright at Twitter. Um, and available on all the fucking podcast platforms. And we're going to rabies tomorrow. Remember, life is beautiful.